You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Oh, we did that in unison this time. We did. I, I don't know if that's ever happened. <laughs> it felt like I missed a moment there, and I should have also been like, hello, Riverdale, Riverdale gang. All three voices. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome, Rivervale gang, to Ooh. our weird, weird semi-season starter. Um, it, they pretend it's season six, but really we know this is like the spooky winter solstice winter special five-parter between seasons. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what this is? Who knows? <laughs> Um, before we continue, uh, we want to acknowledge that uh, Riverdale Gang and Riverdale the Show are recorded on the uh, unceded territories of the Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. And uh, Amanda and I, our uh, guest voice Amanda, I'll introduce in a moment, um, are here on the Silks uh, unceded territories in the interior. Uh, and I'm... Once, in my usual once place again, on Coast Salish territory. <laughs> in different rooms again. Mm-hmm. But, uh, aided um, by, but, but aided by guest host Amanda, we're actually like relatively connected, which I mean, we're not dealing with the usual. <laughs> Are we on Zoom? <laughs> Are we on Facebook Messenger? Can you hear me? Can you hear something else? Anyway. There is thunderquack magic that we forget to engage with quite often. So, um welcoming uh we'd love to welcome onto this episode uh amanda conkin our Yay. guest host who uh is also one of the other thunderquack voices and hosts formerly of quiver and i don't remember the exact wording of the new it, general, it's it's just, just the, it's just the thunderquack podcast actually so it's like right. our flagship our flagship podcast but also you should know i've been on it no yeah <laughs> i also help out every now and then on the nuff said podcast which is the marvel recap uh so they mm. usually we go through and we'll recap any of the marvel shows or we'll go through and we'll recap the movies we just did our latest episode for enough said i think is on the eternals yeah. or just eternals apparently that was news just to eternals. me when it's There's no <laughs> but love. uh but yeah so you can check check me out over there mm-hmm. and i'm very excited because uh i think i did one of the riverdale gang podcasts many eons ago season two season two and I still haven't watched the show. So, <laughs> so, so this is a this is us taking uh taking a very weird situational positional opportunity to do something weird and fun for this weird and question mark fun episode. <laughs> um, if on the off chance any of you have decided season six is when I want to start Riverdale, <laughs> um, Amanda is your Luke Skywalker today. There you go. Um, <laughs> she's aware of Archie comics. Um, she is aware of the season one and two premise vaguely. I took a um, plane to Comic-Con with the cast, so that was a thing that happened That once. counts. You, yeah. breathe, you breathe the same air. I saw them. It was once when one, uh, one, <laughs> a pair of them had broken up, so there was, like, a lot of, like, scuttlebutt about them being awkward on the plane. Oh, yes. Right over, so. mm-hmm. Oh, anyway. goodness. That was, that's not the extent of my relationship to the Riverdale King, is seeing them in an airport. Yes. So, so um, Amanda and I are going to record the watch-along portion today, since mm-hmm. uh, we are in the same place and Chloe is not, and uh, tech and, and syncing is weird right now. Um, but because of that, uh, I think we're going to have a very fun time catching Amanda up on last time on Riverdale. <laughs> um, yeah. How the heck we got to where we are suddenly, where all oh of these God. characters are positioned in a... Soft reboot, soft reset thing? Thing. 
Is that is that what it is? I'm kind of excited for like I did watch a trailer yeah. and it says that it's River Vale yeah. and it makes me think that it's a good time for me to come in completely cold and just experience the the insanity and knowing that I think you can do the catch up and I know that you do your regular <laughs> catch up and that's fine you can let me know but I am vaguely aware that the Sabrina also exists and it's sort of like a melding of these worlds <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be a little bit funky and odd and I'm kind of I'm kind of here for it so I'll uh, I'll just buckle up and uh, you can Great. Um, what it's all about. I am yeah, excited. So the, and this is a fantastic the, episode for that. Yeah. So the last thing that happened on uh, Riverdale, Riverdale with a D, is um, uh, the gang booted Hiram, Veronica's father, a gang lord, out of Riverdale. And the last shot you see is um, Archie and Betty, who are in bed together. Um, discovering a bomb under the uh, bed that they are smooching in. And you yep. see, like, a picture of Hiram, like, riding away in his car being like, I got them. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's what we got. That's where we left it off. The thing is, is Quite that this is not the first, like, fake-out death on Riverdale. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, yes. So um, I think that's probably why this episode didn't really do it for me. Because it was like, well, no one's actually dead. So, what are we gonna yeah. do? It, I'm, I'm reminded vaguely of the, the, those weird Archer seasons that are in his coma state dreams, oh, yeah. um, and trying to put those pieces together as they were rolling out. Question mark, jarring. Um, yeah, it's, it's so weird. I feel like we are often um, picking apart tropes and genre patterns that are, are uh, being homaged or referenced or, or uh, called back to. Um, but in this case, we're rolling out such a suspenseful story. Uh, and a, like, we've never been able to have quite these consequences before. So they're doing some weird <laughs> stuff in this alternate, semi-alternate world um, that is yet starting, starting from almost the same spot as our bed explosion. Slightly yeah. in a different world. Yeah. Or, it seems. So did, wait, so did the did the bed actually explode, or they discovered a bomb? Because those are different things. They discovered the bomb, and then the wide shot exterior oh, of the explosion, exploded. and you're like, wait, yeah. they're not really dead. Oh, I get it. This the thing that I like about being able to come into shows like this is that it's just <laughs> so predictably like formulaic that it's good. Nah. No, I get it. I'm up, I'm all caught up. It's good. <laughs> I'm so excited to see what formulas pick up. Um, Amanda is yeah. uh, one of my favorite media critics. We once spent like. 15 minutes over the allotted time doing a TV pilot survey. Like they had to kick us out to stop writing essay responses. Oh yeah. I do remember that we were down in Vegas and they're like, would you like to come and review this uh, random pilot? And we're like, mm-hmm. yes, very much so. And they're like, Bad choice. That was an odd choice. That's <laughs> that funny. Uh, um, I guess the other thing about this episode is the, the magic element um, I yeah. so I um, to catch Amanda up a bit. Um, the the chilling adventures of Sabrina basically take place down the highway from Riverdale, and there's no, never been any magic in Riverdale. But of mm. course, there's been tons of magic in Sabrina, and I've been patiently waiting for a crossover, which I felt was inevitable. Um, and uh, it seems to be finally happening. Sabrina's in the trailer, so. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, is, is this? Okay. But also, right. is this really okay. Riverdale? That's what. That's where. That's oh. where we're at. 
Yes. So what? So what? So is this really Riverdale? So here's the a little like spoiler for everybody mm-hmm. for the watch along. I will be going in cold to the watch along. So it's not even that I just <laughs> haven't watched the episode. I like haven't watched the episode yet. So you'll be getting my play by play, which we have done on the Thunderquack podcast. We did a watch along of Top Gun, and it was my first time ever watching Top Gun. <laughs> oh, we did man. it live. So Fun. so I'm a, I'm not I'm not I'm not any uh, any uh, you know. I, it's like thirty percent reaction video going on, all, yeah. But by a real deep TV nerd. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, but, so for this, you're saying that it might be related to like there was the explosion, and they don't really do they address that, or they don't really. And Only, so we're like sort of not really sure what happened. Ominously they kind dramatic. Of oh, say. okay. Do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, also, so the biggest, the other big difference is that Jughead's narration up to now has been like in his head while he's typing the story of Riverdale on the computer. And there is a shift from that in this episode. Yes. I think you'll, you'll catch the trope they're going for right off the, the top Amanda and Riverdale gang, (laughs) Rivervale gang. I don't know. Gang. Mike Holt. The gang. Hey, so I have a question for you then. Has has Jughead been throughout the series your sort of window into the world? Because for me in the Archie comics, it's Archie is the like straight man, like the character that you're supposed to like relate mm-hmm. to. But it mm-hmm. seems like based on popular culture and how people talk about this series, that it is Jughead that everybody sort of tends to latch onto. I don't know. Just, I feel like that sometimes mm-hmm. happens in series where it's like, you don't really care about the main character. You care about like the surrounding people, but yes. is Jughead sort of like your, your window into the world and, and how we, how we view the series as we go? That's a good question. I, I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? I would say Archie is to Jughead as Hamlet is to Horatio. Um, I would say that Archie is the the primary actor of much of the plot, um, as much as our main cast are all active uh, agency-wise. Archie is somewhat the observed actor-responder. There's there's a fantastic aspect of no theater that would explain this idea perfectly, but... (laughs) <laughs> but reverse it's a deep cut, reverse. It's a deep, a deep cut. Um, and then Jughead is the watcher and storyteller um, in like 300 there's the man who was sent away who tells the story later kind of a the, I mean thing. the Horatio Hamlet uh, analogy works well for me so I got it yeah it's good <laughs> It's, yeah. Anyway, sorry to inter- sorry to interrupt your uh, your recap of everything. Good. Um, I... For no, reference, okay. if anyone's interested, I'm talking about the walkie walk- and shite roles in no theater and the the uh, experiencer and storyteller reliver versus the observer role and uh, lots of neat stuff about that. Make sure you Google that or you're not going to understand the episode <laughs> clearly. <laughs> no, I, th- I think no. they'll be good. They won't understand me, <laughs> but they'll understand Rivervale. That's good. That's good. Fine. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I think we're gonna talk a little bit about like likes and dislikes of this episode. Is that what we're gonna talk yeah, bit, about? A, a little bit. A little. A little, a little bit. bit of an after reaction. Um, I'm feeling extremely meh. Like I'm. I'm definitely someone who doesn't discount the setup. Like I very rarely. Will, if I see an episode of a show I don't like, I very rarely mm-hmm. will give up after the last episode. I'm usually willing to be like, well watch like three or four and see if I like it or I'll watch the whole first season sure why not mm-hmm. um and then I'll give up so I um I'm not feeling like Riverdale is dead to me but I'm feeling very um meh to be mm-hmm. honest after that episode um and part of that was like excitement about the the potential crossover and I'm not feeling yeah. like they at least yet delivered I'm just sort of like 
feeling a lot of thrown in references to the crucible and a lot of thrown in references to Midsommar and um uh yeah we're having more fake out deaths too i think in this episode and i just don't well i mean two if you count the beginning (laughs) yep um, yep like the end of last episode and i'm just feeling a bit like well i know nobody's dead so where are mistakes yep i wanted a stake this is your lead cast you're not like a sad chicken finger I am so I have hope for this this so this is a five part mini series playing mm-hmm. in the fall um before they pick up with something else in March or something um so we're getting a hiatus that is kind of a season break thing um and yeah. given that uh and the the setup of the story being very um uh, alienating, very, I, I think intentionally alienating and a little mm. hyperbolic and a little bit over the top, even for what Riverdale does, uh, a few steps past character realism. Uh, we're into zombie alternate episode kind of headspace, but but still telling these stories partially. Um, I'm reminded of um, uh, like when Glee or Community do a Christmas episode and, you know, they'll do a claymation or they'll do it like a variety special and it's clearly a fantasized non-canonical episode, but it just is dropped into an otherwise naturalistic story. Mm. Um, that's the what I'm feeling about this, what this five episode arc will probably be. Here comes our first siren of the podcast outside my window. Um, common, nice background noise <laughs> on our podcast, as you'll discover, Amanda. <laughs> At least there won't be as many sirens in Pentixen. Um, so I will, this is just a little a little dig towards Mike uh, because he's not on this podcast and I don't know if he'll listen to it. But there, I do often, I live on a very busy street in Vancouver as well, and I do often get sirens. However, Mike talks enough on the podcast that I can just mute myself pretty actively and then just wait for the siren to pass because he's pretty good at just continuing to talk if I don't say anything. So if he like, if I don't respond, he just like keeps going. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's just me waiting for, I can use that as an excuse as to why I don't talk as much on the podcast with him. But no, I feel you, I feel those Vancouver vibes with the sirens. Truly, yeah. Yeah, um... That's interesting that I, yeah, I'm interested in what you, what you said, Ryan, because I think like, it's almost like this whole hiatus is like one of their special episodes from the earlier seasons. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. And that's sort of the reason I think I wasn't super, it didn't feel very oomphy to me is because I felt like a Mm. lot of those special episodes actually like delivered really interesting television. Um, kind of plonked yes. down in the middle of the this otherwise very in genre to be generous show um, <laughs> and um, uh, like the Tales from the Dark Side that episode um, yep, that yep, was really yep, wonderfully cool lit with the headlights where they're on the road to Greendale mm-hmm. you know like that episode I just loved so spectacular distinct lighting choices there's a great flattening mm-hmm. and darkening of eyes throughout the eyes are dark um that i'm excited to rewatch and review um so they're they're doing enough visual and stylistic things that i felt like in this episode they shot um a half a dozen camp horror moments mm-hmm. just the be- just the hits just yeah. the scream hits and um 
what I'm hopeful for is that in the next four episodes, we'll see payoff from this that that I certainly didn't feel this episode either. We we um this episode was a stacking of of a Jenga block tower of tropes. Sure. And then at the end they pulled maybe the first block. Um that's what I'm Yeah, for. that's interesting. That's interesting because I do, I'm thinking back to the episode now. I do mm, the 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 spaces between Cheryl essentially recruiting people for the final moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the final moment happening, I, I, I can appreciate that there's some buildup and that there's an attempt at a like surprise. She got everybody. Yeah. Um, but I think I didn't feel the like the you know when the main character in something realizes that they're in a cult or realizes they're in a haunted house or realizes they're in you know like ev- and everyone's yeah. in on it. I didn't get that like whoa yeah. no. Archie's alone feeling. Yes. Um, I think there's a neat buildup throughout the fair in how Archie acts and is is caricaturized almost. Mm. He's, he's so golden boy. And I feel like we step very much out of his point of view as we step into the festival. Mm, um, but again, those are things that didn't serve the TV structure I was expecting but I think might set up something else neat. I hope. I hope. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I admit it. I'm totally hopeful. I, I'm always with this show. I'm like, ooh, maybe it's waning. Maybe I'm not invested anymore. And then I, and then something happens, and I'm like, now nah, I'm still on for, on board for this ride for sure. If it's a five five part series, is this mm. sort of like being treated like the first act of that? Like, is it very mm. clear going into it that it's going to be a five act sort of? No progression. No, they have not been terribly clear. Oh, in fact, okay. with the marketing right. promotion right. of this, um, okay. I uh, I have I've read a bit of the like the the press release outcomes stock news, and it it uh, does say we're excited to do a five season arc. Um, but outside of searching for that information, it's not been publicized to me. It's not okay. Not come at me through the show really. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't feel especially set up, but um, I am reminded of, I think, season three, especially, where they started doing bolder genre things and some of it fell flat at the time. Um, gotcha. Yeah, there, it definitely feels like they're trying some things. Um, yeah. Yeah, they haven't communicated to me, the viewer, I think, how to view yet. <laughs> Maybe. But by the end yeah. of five, I'm, I'm excited to look at it as a whole. I can see potential for something big as a, big and whole in this. In this, That could actually have an interesting consequence. Um, you're right. There, is, there are no real stakes within this episode um, yeah. because it, it is an ominous horror episode. That is not mm. a fake out in, in any of its fronts. Right. Like, I feel what I would be the most creeped out by is if at the next episode we reset. Like we get, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Archie wakes up from another dream. Yeah, like the first three Something episodes like of that. WandaVision, where they just don't explain why everything's different yeah. until you understand. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what they're going for. I mean, Riverdale's does a lot of referencing to other pieces of media, so they're also quite genre focused though i think and right now with the twilight zone with the very with the the type of horror they're referencing yeah everyone's influenced by what's on tv and succeeding i guess as well it's true um my only other thought 
is is I guess in in reflecting on how disengaged absolutely all of our leads were from the plot, uh, from their plot, except for maybe this Archie alternate path. Um, huh. I didn't I didn't see a Betty who I recognized. I saw a Betty who is suddenly a lot more her mom, arguably. Yeah. Um, and I saw Veronica, who is a caricature of herself. Uh, very, very, yes. very much a caricature of herself. And Jughead, undoubtedly. Uh, yeah, they meant they mentioned Jughead-isms. Um, you know, I, I, I noticed that Archie popped more as a stereotype of himself, but, um, but that may be in a, a factor that this was kind of an episode very much about him. Yeah, it was an episode that was very focused on yeah. Archie, which really, we don't always get. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I don't, I don't have a lot to say about this episode. It's probably good that we couldn't coordinate well, and <laughs> Amanda's going to step in with probably a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm quite excited about it. Um, oh, I should, I would be remiss in not mentioning as well my reaction and thoughts on. Um, uh, Tabitha, Fangs, and Tony, who, uh, oh, and Dr. Curdle Jr. Wow. Um, just, there's a sudden shift in the positionality of those characters, and Yeah, Dr. Curdle's just none, a doctor, suddenly. Yeah, not the creepy autopsy person, and apparently you bring your baby to him, and people recommend that, in, whereas yeah. in the Josie episode, um, you don't want him treating a heart attack. You'll wait for the ambulance. Yeah. Basically. Um, so that's a weird world shift, but also not out of alignment with the total like tonal shift of like in the Adams family yeah. world, they would be the bankers. <laughs> um yeah. but uh with is with those characters who are are really getting established, especially Tabitha, especially Tony, um I am watching them closely because their position is not as cemented with it with a century of stereotypical storytelling. Uh, and so mm. I'm looking for what tropes they're being assigned or given to play with. Um, that I'm, I, have, I feel like I have the least to chew on there and have the most reactions of, wait, that's kind of extreme and out of character for you mm. with those characters. Whereas I was ready to... I was ready to accept the melodrama in a different way from, say, Veronica. Sure, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah so I think that's I true. think how those those uh, more elevated from the show characters that they've built up, um, how they navigate that is going to be real interesting. Like yeah, Kevin's a, Kevin's a wild stereotype of himself, and I love it. Yeah, he's a stereotype of his own life. I'll get to that in the talk along. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, thank you so much for for uh, all of your thoughts, Chloe. I am excited to digest them and regurgitate them and opine at you while you're not here. Um, <laughs> while Amanda and I jump into the watch along portion. Yeah, and maybe see you here next week if the highways haven't opened up. Oh, here's hoping. Yeah, my goodness. Yep. But may or may not be stranded. I hope the world is okay. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. But stay safe if you're in BC, everybody. Yes. Yeah. For anyone Evacuate joining us for outside of BC, our, 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 the main city in, the, or in 
British Columbia, Vancouver is now cut off from the rest of Canada by road. Planes can still come in and out. Like yeah. the airport yeah. is not underwater, although it's built on the R- part of the. Although weirdly, yeah, you're kind of like, why? It's How is Richmond not below. underwater yet? It's uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. and okay. even even the U.S. border crossing is like question mark. Yeah. So yeah, our massive city and our our entire west west coast ports is now an island yeah. and isolate. So that's going to be fun. Fun. In Western Canada for the next six months. Anyway, let's go watch some trash TV, gang. <laughs> Bye, Chloe. Have fun. Bye. Okay, and uh, we are going to settle in for our Riverdale watch along. If you are uh, synced up with us, um, secretly many hours have passed in the last minute uh, for me and Amanda. Uh, now is the time, and we will count in the play at three, two, one. Yeah. That Netflix sound. That made that's me, a real thing. It made me feel good that I got to do it first. Ooh, is this Warner Brothers thing always there? It's it, very jarring. It's so awful. They changed it last year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know this guy. He's do, on Friends. Do you really? <laughs> no? Is that a bad joke? No, no, that's that's um I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Um welcome to something. That sets a place where Riverdale. old traditions die hard. They do. That's good. So this is new. So this is what you guys were talking about is that this is not what it usually starts like. This is totally new. This is okay. this Twilight Zone thing mm-hmm. is all new this episode. Okay, um, cool. Full camp, full pastiche. Um, it, it, traditionally, they will give us a, a Jughead voiceover okay. as he's clearly writing a memoir of some sort. Right. Um, and Tony is one of the new characters you were saying? Relatively, yes. Tony is uh, a Tony Topaz is a wonderful new character created, I think, in the nineties. Okay. Um, she is, uh, you know, she and Fangs are just uh, main, main. Well, Fangs is supporting. Uh, Tony, Kevin, and uh, Tabitha Tate are the characters who you may not recognize from your childhood. Yeah, no, I don't. Watches. So this is this is Tabitha Tate. She's a Oh, she's the young girl or the real estate agent? The young girl. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, this is Pop Tate's granddaughter. Oh, okay. And, so like um, the pop, the, the like chocolate chop, right? Exactly. Okay. And um, so Tabitha's really quickly become a, an established character in the last season or so. Um, and it's, it's added a neat dimension with what the chocolate shop is, um, but also with Jughead, because I really felt like he became her love interest. Okay, just Reggie and Veronica. Oh yeah, amazing. I really like them in the comics too, and Reggie's really good looking. So, uh, good they, call, good job. They actually have something in common. Ooh, okay. This is the thing, right? We're gonna we're watching them here. They're they're doing work together, exhaustingly. <laughs> it's cute. I don't know. I like I like it. It was a cute little. Their, their banter is good. Is, is that like sort of in line with what it's usually like? Yes, an exact opposition to Veronica Archie. Okay. Where okay. they don't actually have anything in common. <laughs> nice. So Alice Cooper, Betty's mom, and mm-hmm. um, Uncle Frank, Archie's uncle. Oh. Realistically, the um, the alternative character for his uh, father's high plot lines. This is kind of exciting that he's like introducing me to all the characters. This is a great episode to just (laughs) like jump right in. Wait, Archie and I are living together? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So everyone's 25. Okay. So everyone's 25 now. Did they do a time jump or did they just start in the last episodes of high school? 
Yes. No. Time jumped. Time jumped it for this season or last season? season? Last season they time jumped. So they gave us a ridiculous time jump. So everyone went from high school to being old. And when we last saw Betty and Archie here, they were were exploding in bed. Exactly. (laughs) They were they were about to blow up. And um, I, I caught. There's a couple of times where we sit on a, a medium shot of their bed, them sleeping in bed, mm-hmm. and there's a ticking sound. There's a oh, ticking sound. Okay. Um, okay. So he's. So this is us now. This is what you guys were talking about. That you can't quite tell if this is like in his dreams or something, or like what this is, because he's referring to the thing that happened exactly. the last time. It's this dissonant introduction. Okay, but this is clearly because they're just they're commenting on the Riverdale Riverdale thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're being meta about it. Um. Wow, it's like super meta. Is that like? I don't, yes, that's awesome. yes, I love it is. It. I love They're it. always real meta. Okay, but this layer of, I really get in this episode a sense that the actors are, like, single facets of their character intentionally. Oh, okay, okay. Like um, that they're playing somewhat stripped down emotional beat versions okay. of a character. I know we talked about earlier with Chloe that the stakes were weird. Right. So are, do people like Betty and Archie together? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Archie is a sensible relationship in this world. I refuse to use that terminology. (laughs) It was terrible. And here we are finding a What was the thing? Bughead? Was that a thing? Bughead was absolutely a thing. Oh, okay. This is not as weird for Riverdale as it should be. Okay. 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 That's fair. (laughs) This is not the weird, the first forest alter. Does Betty get called out because she's what, like a cop of investigating dead animals? Like what is Betty is an FBI agent. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Sure. And Cheryl. Cheryl. Now I know Cheryl because I feel like I mentioned this the last time that I was on the Riverdale gang podcast is the (laughs) one that I dressed up with, uh, in like in high school, no elementary school when I made my, uh, friends put on a play for like our elementary school classroom (laughs) and I dyed my hair red with Kool-Aid. Yes. So she was definitely my go-to. Cheryl is the Kool-Aid queen. And currently she's running a girls finishing school slash cult. Whoa. Okay. Um, she's also declared her personal property. She's declared herself a sovereign citizen which is they don't really touch on that exactly what the heck is a sovereign citizen um it's someone who says oh i'm seceding from the united states with uh, my, my personal land okay except she does it and then nobody has does. all these school girls oh. wielding bows in her defense oh that's a yeah this is rad i don't yeah. know she's a <laughs> I'm I'm on board for it. I know that you're probably not supposed to be, but uh No, you, we absolutely are. Also, KJ Apa's hair is ridiculous. KJ Apa's hair has always been ridiculous. So red. It's extra floof this episode. Uh, extra floof. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this guy's the corner. This isn't is the it? this is the one thing that's really, really changed in the world. Yeah, this is uh Nikolai Wichita. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't this like <laughs> one of the guys in like our vicinity cool yes. i love this is the best part about watching stuff in vancouver is that you're like oh yeah so-and-so is on that episode yeah we actually cool. uh had him on the podcast in nice. uh two years back right on cool yeah oh i didn't know so he's like recurring for a for a while yes yeah, yes yeah. he's been the cool. he's been the corner since season mid-season two season three maybe oh, wow. um but Gotta this presentation it. of him as the family doctor yeah um and so we're dropping into this ridiculous domestic storyline with tony and fangs as well, and this is not something that had you had happened before. Is Fangs well, were, his real name, or is that a yes, is that a thing? Yes, yes, he is Fangs Fogarty. Fangs Fogarty, Fangs from, Fogarty from Little Archie. Little Archie, okay. Um, and he and Tony have a baby. Okay. Um, he and Tony started having the baby when Fangs is that I contain multitudes. Isn't that like a really famous line of some kind? Or yes. Something? Okay, cool. Yes. Is he very like 
Yes. Okay. He 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 <laughs> he likes to elude. Uh, Jughead gotcha. likes to elude gotcha. all the time. Gotcha. Jughead is a published writer with severe alcohol problems. Oh, alcohol okay. and drug addiction Ooh, issues. Oh, yikes! Okay, okay. Living living hard in New York. Boy, okay. I'm very sorry to cut you off from your explanation of all. things, but I Not and I'm all. sorry for people that actually know what's happening. I'm getting fully caught up, but uh, I, I can enjoy just the the crazy banter back and forth too, if that would be more helpful. No, so see, this is a wild episode. And okay. I, personally, as someone who's watched this for six seasons, <laughs> I am a little baffled watching this episode, and I could rip into all the things that feel weird and that I think are sets up, setting up. Right. But yeah. honestly, no, this is a setup. <laughs> and so let's get our bearings. Let's yeah. recap some of the ridiculousness, and uh, let's get situated. And uh, to that effect, Fangs and Kevin were, in fact, together oh. when they started preparing to have a baby with Tony as co-parents, okay. and then... Kevin broke up with Fangs because he's stupid. Okay. <laughs> and then Fangs and Tony are together now because they have a baby together okay. and have been childhood and friends forever. It's, okay. I, I'm not sure okay. what we're doing there, but I'm okay and Kevin needs to get himself in order. Have we seen Kevin yet? Uh, Not this episode, actually. Oh, okay, not this cool. episode. So he pops up. So that's fine. We can badmouth him all the time because he's not here, so we're allowed to. Yes. So um, I actually am surprised because the last episode I watched, there was something with her dad in jail and said, so she has chosen to stay oh, in Riverdale. Oh my God. Is that so long ago? Oh my God. <laughs> Hiram wasn't even a character then. So Hiram has come to Riverdale, bought it, sold it, bought Ooh, it, sold it, tried to kill Archie, run Archie through a child uh, <laughs> fight ring, bought Wait, a prison. Wait, is Jughead with this girl? Yeah, yeah. Jughead is with uh, Tabitha Topa. Oh. No, Tab- Tabitha Tate. Tate, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. He is her love interest. I, I am firm about this. In season five, uh, the structure is very, very interesting. And that, that she he doesn't necessarily like her is what you're saying? Oh, no, saying. no. He does. He does. Okay. But it is... The honest, is, the honest agency is on her character in a lot of ways. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I feel like in that we're discovering her... Okay. We're, we're with her discovering she's into him. We're not, uh, okay. we're not rather okay. than reverse. Cool. Um, yeah. So also town council is now made up of Betty's mom and Archie's uncle and Tony. Is, is town council an important thing? Is this like pulls everything together or? Uh, y- yes, because last season the whole plot was the city's disincorporated. Now we have no services or municipal government. <laughs> we should replace that. Oh. And Hiram tried to stop them because uh. he wanted to buy the land for its mineral rights. Gotcha. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the big, big bad. So yeah. I guess this is a question for this season because yeah. Chloe was talking about stakes. Who is supposed to be the big bad this season? Like, did they resolve all of the big sort of bad things last season and now we're trying to set up a new thing? Or yes. can you point to what it will be? Yes, in, in, in a great great number of ways. Um, Hiram was sort of our last beat big bad, but okay. we did leave him in a very thematic, cinematic end of the film moment of him walking away with this explosion behind him. Awesome. We are, things are very reset here. This isn't a world of Hiram. Okay. Relevant yet, right. yeah, in yeah. a way, right? Nothing that they're setting up here seems tied to Hiram, although everything's been tied to Hiram eventually in Why the past. Why is everything about maple trees? Is this a, is this just like a weird, it's like, is that the, the through line as they're arguing about maple syrup in this episode? Ah, oh, the old ways. <laughs> so Nana Rose. Um, so Cheryl, mm-hmm. um, her family's rich off of maple syrup groves. Uh, as you do. As you do. Mm-hmm. Um, she's okay. the last living member. As uh... Actually, they've, she's killed several at least one. Well, Cheryl like actively <laughs> kills people. 
and is still a hero. I love television. I, we it's were complicated. We were talking about this on the Thunderquack podcast this week, where I, I was like, you can't kill people and still be a hero that people root for. <laughs> Does it have to, is it? Is it like ambiguous? Is it like accidental death? No, it's more that they tried to feed one cousin to another or something like that, Ew. but I forget the details. It was, it was a wonderful macabre family Ew. mafia business coup. Moment. So she's like, She's in charge. Real dark. She's and like real dark. And yes. so does she, this is her third cult. Okay. Does she get love interest at all, or is she just yes. so weird? Yes, 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 she oh, does. see, that makes me happy. She Go, girl. And Tony were <laughs> the thing for four seasons. Okay. Wow. Last season, okay. we dealt with the we've been broken up for five years, but we still care about each other and we're wow. and in each other's circles. Uh, and also, she dated a um. Arts this is. This is odd to me, sorry. Agents? It's just such a like um thing that I'm paying attention to because yeah, I pay attention yeah, yeah. to that this came in late, like the or the like the title screen. The, oh, I guess it's I I thought we had already got past the title screen. That's fine. Mm. So that's just like the little little blurb. Maybe it came in. Yeah, it was like a lot that they went through in that first little bit. They so. frequently throw title scene credits into the solidly the first half. Wait, like, okay, um, yeah, yeah. With, with it, it's an interesting pacing device. Okay. Okay. Um, while we're picking up on things, I really want to point out this scene is a great example of that lighting distinction that I discussed. Every, each of their faces are so much more washed out and shadowed and heavy. Their eyes are not lit in the way that I'm used to seeing with Riverdale. Is it usually so blue? It is usually um, it is usually more vibrant. Okay. And when it is this blue flat, it is usually a more intentional. Oh, okay. Okay. Blue flat. Uh, flat. They do a lot of color grading. They really will go hard on the color themes, mm-hmm. um, but it's usually vibrant. It's usually vibrant and really, you know, we we see these characters pop to life with a little neon in their eyes, cool. uh, glinting. I'm very upset about this relationship because for many years, all I've been hearing about is Bughead. Mm-hmm, and so it mm-hmm, seems weird mm-hmm. to me. Like I didn't, I missed that. I missed their relationship. Like yeah. I had no idea that these two were together. Yeah. So, but here's the thing as a comics fan. Yeah. I do think I like Archie and wow. Ew. Yep. Yep. Jughead just super poured gross. a bowl of bugs. That's super gross. Cause we're in the horror genre. Ew. And this is, this is what I was thinking of earlier when I said they, they hit their like best hits horror moments okay yeah 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 um no it works yeah like just a snippet of that's his plot that's his curse and so is archie trying to overtake the maple syrup like monopoly right now by selling saplings is that what's happening um archie's (laughs) here for urban restoration oh okay okay um there's some hints that he thinks that a bunch of three-year saplings in every yard will be competition and an economic flow, even though that's not how maple works. It's going to be at least 30 years, buddy. Okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, they seem to be circling around that unrealistic competition oh, okay. and economic advantage, but also he's just a happy boy next door doing uh, doing urban renewal, I, I think. It. Oh, yes. Um, Cheryl discovered her ancestor Abigail Blossom was burned at the stake as a witch by ah. the ancestors of Archie, Betty, and Jughead specifically. Oh, uh, wow. Jughead had a fantastic curly mustache in the flashback shot. Oh, and so great. And thus has um, vowed vengeance upon all of Riverdale for <laughs> Abigail's burning. Oh, jeez. Wait, isn't this guy a coroner? Yes, Why is he, yes he is. is coroner slash gynecologist. That's mm-hmm. the... Like, Riverdale slash love, pediatrician. Okay. It's, slash pediatrician. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, 
This also, this doctor hat is so classic. I love it so much. <laughs> I just, it's, it's, it, it, I don't know. It's, 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 it works it's, for this particular episode. Yes. You know, honestly, I think that aesthetic would work in all of these episodes. Like, okay. Like they, they've never walked away from noir, noir doctors. From oh, okay. noir all right. All right. Um, Cool. Yeah. And the past has really leaned into that crimey vibe. Um, yeah. Baby Anthony was one of the big creations of last season. Uh, one of the okay. big, a baby's coming and Tony was pregnant all season, which was amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. And it was, and they, they live together and they're adults. So it's all like just a it's thing. It's all normal. It's, they're just, okay. they're just doing the, doing the doing family and cohabitation and family. All yeah. Right. All right. The, cool. the, 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 the novel progressive bit was when it was a slightly different romantic arrangement, oh. but they're still a lovely couple. Okay. And they're both queer and it's, fun. it's it's actually quite a coup to see bisexual Leaving characters. your baby in the woods. Yeah, no, this is him up. Is this a this is out of left field? Okay, this okay. is new. Fangs is a better person than this usually. Okay, okay. This is new. Can also I just love him as Reginald? That's great. Yes. Reginald. Oh no. This scene is also very weird. <laughs> I I I am here for it. Also, this purple like tie and purple suit thing is totally doing it for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. Good. Is he? I'm sorry. Is she giving her live-in boyfriend like a money bed so that he doesn't leave her? Is that what's happening in this scene right now? Um, <laughs> I think it's I more know. of a sexy thing. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I just okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that, uh, that's good. That's uh, better than the. I think they're like they're like a business couple part partner. Oh, okay. Like they're they're a couple who work together right. in, in specific distinction to Archie and Veronica last season who had nothing in common. Got it. So is Archie's dad not in it anymore? No, no. Since okay. Luke Perry passed away, they um they uh wrote that into the show oh, that wow. uh Fred Andrews passing became actually a, a real um heavy emotional beat for the show. I mean that's um, awesome that they dealt with like Yeah. They were able to honor that it, like in a very specific way. Which good. I think they did a good job of of um, using their using the show to hold some space for the audience who are grieving for this celebrity figure, this mm-hmm. person, this actor character, mm-hmm. as well as um, taking important emotional content and and running with it more responsibly than they usually do. Oh, like uh, we got to see questions of grief and forgiveness and, and justice oh, okay. um, explored with Archie in uh, it, it was well handled. I think uncle Frank, mm-hmm. I don't love uncle Frank. Uncle Frank is functionally necessary question mark. Okay. But I think <laughs> uncle Frank is here right now because Alice needs a love interest. Okay. Cause now, wait, Benny now that Jughead's a... dad's left. Okay. Yeah. I was... Yeah. Jughead's dad. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a lot of yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Jughead and Betty were dating while her her mom and his dad yeah, were dating. That's it was an adventure. Yeah. yeah. So this whole baby line is completely out of left field. Okay. Um, I don't think it's a real Betty story. Okay. I think it's a a horror side thing because okay. this is one hundred percent out of left field to me. And it wasn't something that was like led up to last season or anything like that. They were they were friends with benefits through most of last through small pieces of last season up okay. to the end. Okay. Yeah. 
They were, so this, they were like, sleeping couple, together this, as well. This like, hard couple thing is like a new, this is the River Vale thing. A little bit. Like, okay. they were definitely gearing yeah. that way when they... But this line here where bomb. she's like, there's nothing I want more than to have a baby with you. No, that's a little extreme, yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe he's been abducted he... by aliens and they've sort of taken over all of River Vale and... Oh, we don't need aliens. You don't? They got plenty of their own weird. Just, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I still think it's an Archie Coma dream, but well, I don't no, want it to yeah, be because yeah, that'd yeah, be no. a terrible book. Oh, a well, terrible I mean, but twist. that's always what it is, isn't it? This is definitely an Archie Coma dream. This is not a Betty Coma dream. No, this is not This is, This wouldn't dream. be a He's the only one that it sort of makes sense that it would be, right? Okay, so baby Anthony is the only thing giving me any sense of time here. Because he was, he's still a baby. And he was a baby last season. So not too much time has passed, even in the weird, blurry Riverdale, Riverdale way. Wait, I don't, so this is a changeling story, right? Is that what's going on here? Like Something to that effect. Um, So, yeah, Tony is clearly making sleep-deprived mom choices right now. But, like, why is she putting him outside? I'm so confused by this. Yeah. Because Fang was like, put him outside and see how he deals with the outdoors. Yes. Okay. So um I think okay. I think you're onto something with the like the changeling folklore there. Right. That um each of these each of their plot threads, problems and almost curses yeah, yeah. are coming from um sort of an uh, a creation that would fit folk folk horror. Right. Um yeah, yeah. so we we've seen with, with Betty and Tabitha, they move into a new place and the new place is Accursed. Oh, they are yeah, bugged. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. They they have they have bugs. Um we have the the, the new parents here. Mm-hmm. Um Having with to the deal with a baby child. that they can't yeah, yeah, yeah. They expected a full extra adult in the equation. Gosh. Oh, gosh. That's just logistically challenging. Ew. So yeah, yeah okay, this I th- I don't like this story. No, me neither. This it's, one is creepy. The the bug horror is one that really gets me viscerally, yeah. and I sure yeah. hope it doesn't become a whole episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oof. Okay. But it really they go horror horror in a way I'm I was quite surprised by. It's kind of interesting. So yeah. I mean I like what you're getting on the I didn't catch the house thing, that makes sense that like that's mm-hmm, that plot. Mm-hmm. I think um then the Betty thing is like a step for wife thing is what's oh, going on there. Like it's it's the little like so it's not alien, mm-hmm, but it's like somewhat mm-hmm. like it's not really her. It's not really her or it's a little bit like put on because Archie seems like he's probably mm. gonna be somewhat removed from whatever it is. Like something's gonna happen to him rather than him be the Yes person doing it so i think that yes that, i mean that makes sense that that's sort of her thing it's um what i'm what i'm looking forward to seeing in the future episodes in this special the next four episodes mm-hmm. is is how they reconcile the the character relationships and these um betty and veronica in particular and jughead and mm-hmm. kevin mm-hmm. they all do some extremely out of out of character extreme things in this mm-hmm. episode in the in the arc of the plot Mm-hmm. And Archie's the only one who really has that sense of this is crazy. Uh, at least this episode, I'm curious to see if they shift that or how they shift that and account for that. Yeah. Um, and how they're going to tell a Betty story in this world, for example, right. or a Jughead story. We got a really neat Cheryl story and a really neat Archie story in here. Very much Cheryl versus cool. Archie. This is so creepy. The Cheryl stuff is so creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is I. I'm it's enjoying. It. Oh, is this creepy. like the Maple Leaf? The things have all died. No. Ooh. Oh no. These Ew. are curse puppets. These are curse puppets. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh oh. Yeah. So they're just saying don't 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 do move the don't move the curse thing. Don't move the curse dolls. Um, maybe you that probably should. She put actually. where you're gonna plant the maple trees yeah, yeah, that yeah. she said 
that she wouldn't plant over your dead body. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And this, this is, this is high Cheryl ridiculousness, but in, in the line of Cheryl ridiculousness. Nice. Last, literally last, uh, last episode, um, Archie was like running her, her, her metal mine under the, (laughs) yeah. I love it. Yeah. The relationships are all over the place. So, did so Betty became an FBI agent in like five years? Is yeah, thing? less than. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, see, it feels like it takes a long time to become an FBI agent. Or is that like, is am I? Um, they had her not? go off to school, but they she mostly earned her chops catching serial killers. Oh, okay, I mean that'll yeah. do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Maybe so. We had one last it's season. Like, it's like the Hogwarts no, Ministry of Magic. Where exactly. You just have to catch enough. <laughs> what is qualifications and, and higher education? Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, there's a lot of things in life like that, not to be too much of a downer, but it's like you do it enough, people just tell you that you're it. So, so yeah. I've never seen the show be horny the way it's being horny with okay. these two this episode. Okay, like we've been horny, we've been pin up, right? But Veronica saying we're gonna christen every room in the place, right? Yeah, yeah. And that shot earlier with the the money bed, yeah. This is this is a this is a wild twist and direction for Veronica that. I think is the hyperbole direction they're going with Veronica. That's what's standing out for me is weird. Well, what is their, what is their sort of horror element? Cause we haven't there, we haven't placed this couple yet. Right. So I feel no, like right. there could be something in, in this, like this trope. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it might be something that they're like, um, like, I don't know, like a scheming, like, I don't know. I, it's, it's sort of, I kind of like it, but anyways, there's something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, look, the right, saplings all died. Who the thunk it? Surprise. Also, those are not saplings. Those are three to five year old trees. <laughs> tiny, tiny nuance, but. Okay. <sighs> okay. So is this a, is this like a support group for weirdos? Is that what's, what's going on here? Or is this just a. Actually, that's a really good question. What did he just burst into with yeah. Alice and Frank? <laughs> I don't think I clocked that necessarily the first time through. Oh, right, because she's already yeah. Oh. So she's offered Tony the the colic recipe. Oh, so okay. Tony has been oh because she right she's sort of like putting her oh, wait into this is government. Yeah, yeah, that's what this is. This is the government. This is the okay. government. Because Tony and Tabitha right, and yeah, Frank yeah. and Alice are the government. So I forgot she's already. So come to, to reach out to the government. Got it. Apparently. Okay. As, a, as a neighboring sovereign dictator. Right. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Gotta love Betty going to work at nighttime just to look at creepy photos. Oh, that's what she always does. Well, it's because it's, it's cheaper. You don't it's always actually. night at her work. <laughs> at yeah. the Riverdale FBI detachment. Which is, you Which know, is a place that they, they put... Yeah. Which is literally her. Really? Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty great if that's true. This so. is interesting. Um, because so that would be her, like, grand aunt or whatever? Or? Nana Rose. Nana Rose. The, oh, the old lady in Cheryl's. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nana Rose has been the creepy mystery character okay. um, for seasons. Okay. She's fantastic. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. I literally broke in. The bobby pin is a callback you can't, reference. What, you, what, okay, a callback reference to like earlier? Yeah, that what? Betty gets out of locks and stuff in uh, high school gotcha. in a Nancy Drew bobby pin way. Gotcha. But right. yeah, in this case, in her FBI badge, she just walked into her private property. No big. <laughs> As you do. That's, yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, look, there's a murder plot. This is not the first body we've found on Thornhill. 
Well, there's, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> this, I, isn't the, this isn't the tenth body we found on Thornhill. <laughs> a lot of people die around the blossoms. Oh, yeah, the, um, the mine thing. Uh, Cheryl found, like, a whole bunch of ancient corpses at the end. Okay. From, like, three generations back. It's okay. Uh, and Nana, Blo- Nana Rose is like, oh, I was wondering when those would show up. Oh, jeez, really? Yeah, it's just oh what the God. blossoms are like. All right. Got it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So this romance has been slowly, slowly built. Yes, he did say he was working as a mercenary. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> so is this the first time he's telling us that he's a mercenary? No. Okay. Um, it is... The wife and daughter is new. The trauma is new, but unsurprising. Okay. They've been dropping slow, weird bits of Uncle Frank's backstory, and it has served whatever plot they've needed to and what we, whatever weird thing they'd need to bring forward from his past. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that where if it, if it, like, they you always have the little things like that, so you can just manipulate them whenever you need to. Yeah, he's a so. flexible. What does she do? Uh, well, she's on town council. Um, we should she, go to the Maple Festival together. She was a reporter. Oh. Um, now she's the only parent left standing, basically. Ah, she's the so. only regular who is, she's the only one of the parents who's still a series regular. Gotcha. And, um, Machen Amick, the actor, is also quite involved with, um, directing production. Like, she's, cool. uh, really invested in, in the show. Okay. Hmm. So is Cheryl infecting the whole city and then trying to fix all the problems? Is that maybe what's happening here? Oh, that's a thought. I don't, like, it's the- like, is that... She seems did, to have the cure for everything, so... It did not occur to me that she could also be causing all these things, but you're right, she does have all, all the answers. Really neat, no. tight close-ups. I, I was going to say, that's got to be very intentional. That was like an extreme... These are extreme close-ups. I don't know. Yeah, these tight face shots that... Yeah. 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 Very, very... They do They do a lot of stylized camera, which I really mm-hmm. appreciate. Mm-hmm. It... Um, mm-hmm. These little hooks that tell you where you are genre-wise or what kind of show you're watching. Gotcha. Um, you know, a tight down shot mm-hmm. of the eyes looking a little bit... Right. Uh, I mean, she's obviously tanked. planting this stuff and then getting people to, like, pay for it and be on her side. That happened with the baby person yeah, in the yep. earlier thing. She's collecting favors. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not sold that she's causing all the curses yet. Oh, okay. But but wait, this is what you were talking about is like she's collecting people and then she wants to get them because you and Chloe referenced her mm-hmm, succeeding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this. Not to, you know, spoilers yeah. for the show that we're watching. For what you're about to discover. <laughs> this, uh, this house is spectacular, whatever it is that they're, like all these windows that are yeah. around. Like it is quite, it's quite delightful. This firelit set, mm-hmm. um, often, often with, with candles mm-hmm. or, or uh, firelight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, there are there are hooks Cheryl offers, and we'll get to them soon. With like with Alice, right. um, that are unrelated to things that could possibly be Cheryl curses. Mm. But I right. I super wouldn't put it past her to fill Jughead's house with scabies. <laughs> that's that's in that's yeah that's about right. I don't know, or it's like it's like an uh, accidental like offshoot of whatever it is that she's actually mm. doing, and then it just sort of mm-hmm. all comes together, but. Betty's, this is yeah. Sorry, Betty's dialogue is just, it's weird in here. But also these little sex pagan sex puppets. Yeah, but also like, why does she not report to somebody actually real? Like, why is she coming and telling Archie all of the things that she's discovering as an FBI person? Oh, Betty doesn't have a box or okay. oversight or supervision. Okay, that's not a function of Riverdale Love FBI. Love it. Okay, there is no there is no state or federal government watching anything in this place. Okay. 
Okay. Like they've had multiple serial killers with no one to report it to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. All right. Terrible. Oh, look at that baby. So cute. Right. And oh. also still fairly fresh. Oh. So like that gives us a timeline that they haven't jumped yeah. way forward yeah. from the end of season five. Yeah. We're going to go milk the goats. Oh, it's so quaint. They create a fascinating, wholesome little harvest festival here. Good luck. Yep. Is this the first time that we're hearing that? Is yep. it something to do with like Cheryl, obviously? Yep. Okay. This is another one of her hooks. Ew. That should not. Ew. There is no good port. No. Port- uh, How do I say that word? Portman. Portmanteau? Portmanteau. Thank you. Okay. No. There is none. There is, n- there is no. Veronica and Reggie. It's now my goal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, and apparently Reggie's problem is Archie jealousy? Not new, but boring for veronica okay yeah that's not but cheryl will fix it will she how will she fix archie (laughs) how will she fix archie jealousy i wonder what there's pancake eating competition are jughead and archie friends yes best friends okay even though they like the same women that's okay yeah that's cool yep they just yep they're, well, well, right. well. Betty and Archie had an emotional affair near the end of high school, okay. um, and it was complicated. Okay. And they dealt with it heavily last season oh, with okay. with years of good, bad, right. awkward ex conversations. So it's just the two of them are in the pancake eating competition. Would you face Jughead in a pancake eating competition? Oh, I forgot that Jughead eats a lot mm-hmm. of food. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Also, quick moment to pop Tate ring yeah. that bell. Nice. Lovely oh. to see him on screen. I love it. Yep. Somehow Archie eats more. Why? We unknown, unknown, questionable, and weird. What? But he does. Okay. Yep. That's also a lot of pancakes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to eat. Ugh. And this is a what little is ominous what moment. Is uh oh! Is everybody like really like <laughs> out to kill Archie or something? That is kind of a real thing you say like, before a death yours or someone else's yeah no okay it makes it it does cement the like archie dream like yeah, that yeah, moment yeah. more than anything yeah. is like a moment with the best friend and he succeeds and then jughead says he loves him and that could be jughead coming to the room and saying that he loved him or whatever right mm. like it's like that right plays right out, right we could we could have a tie through to the yeah. Yeah. And we get Archie and Reggie shirtless Ooh, because this we is can. beautiful. Isn't it? It also makes a lot of sense that muscles oh. are muscles. Oh. <laughs> this is great. They know their they know their pinup angles nice. real well. Um, this also cements because again, if Archie like goes through everything, right? Yeah. If it's like him against oh Archie is defeated, Jughead and eating. Archie has defeated, defeated Reggie. Yeah. Whatever this is. Sawing, yeah, what log is, sawing. What is, a single long on? saw. Would you really have lumber in your maple syrup <laughs> festival? Unrelated. Different. Maybe it's a maple tree. Issues. Maybe he's cutting a maple tree, and but that's that's a bad thing. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Right. These two are a great couple, but mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. Okay. Competition number three. Oh, is Cheryl gonna do it because she is the one with the oh? Wait, You'd think who? that, wouldn't you? Is it Betty? It's Betty. Uh, why? This mm-hmm. is weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Oh, and it feels it. What? What is that? Even I think this is weird, and I don't watch the, like, I don't know, just, like, from, like, what yeah. has been set up in this. 
Yeah. Is, yeah. This isn't this is an intentional, clear, slow subversion. Of it would expectations. also be it would be better. Like we know, I guess because of the River Vale thing and the Twilight Zone thing, they did sort of like tell us that this is obviously different. Yeah. But there's nothing else about it that really says that it's yes. like a fake world or anything. Exactly. Re- Which like, makes it work. Like makes it weirdest. Like, I don't know. Oh, it's an axe throwing. I thought for some reason it was a archery. Archery. Sam. Yeah. Archery. Um uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, so bad. It's um <laughs> It is a thing that they do, uh, I think, uh, in, in Riverdale, like historically through the genres, through the last five seasons, is um, they will jump into into a genre with both feet right. and let okay. that be real. This okay. is somewhat more disconcerting cool. um, okay. because they've never jumped into... Yeah. Um, what they've jumped into here has has a different entire arc and shape. We get to a resolution and a cliffhanger. In every mm-hmm. past season. How does she win by just doing the one competition and he won the other two? He won two out of three. So they, yep. should, Archie questioned that. It doesn't Archie sense. asked Cheryl why that is the case. Right. And she said, because it's my rules. Okay. And now Archie gets the cursed sin pie. He has to put his face into it? Or mm-hmm. he just gets a sin pie? No, she it's she, it, she was making it with the Papa doll scene oh, earlier. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, it's a pie Terrible. to contain all the town sins. So oh. one, one unfortunate person can consume oh, them all. Oh no. Yep. I weird, was not paying attention weird, to that. Weird, semi-pagan, That's... not Jesus. Yikes. Yikes. Just... Ooh. Okay. So, uh, <sighs> don't feed him pie. This is creepy. Mm-hmm. No. No. You're going to uh, eat the pie. No. You're going to oh, eat the pie. Ew. This is really creepy. Right. There's something wrong with her. There's so much wrong with Betty here. Yeah. And it's disconcerting. Yeah. Once again, shockingly horny Riverdale. I mean, (laughs) it's what I would have been expected from a Riverdale show, I guess. That's all he needed was to eat like a little piece of the pie, like a little like like finger dip of pie. I don't know. Uh, Apparently. Okay. I guess that a little taste of sin. Sure. And then a, a very, a very sexy sex scene. Cool. The sex scenes are different. The sex scene vibes are different this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not, there's, there's like multitudes in which there shouldn't be as many. Um, well, that's a factor. They do, do sometimes okay. serial sexy, okay. but um, serial sexy. they have done a pretty decent job in focusing on emotional components and narrative beats of, of sex scenes in the past, oh, okay. I think, okay. or sure. um, Kevin, yep. Kevin is. I thought you said Kevin wasn't in this episode. Oh, I hadn't seen him yet. Oh, you hadn't seen him yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kevin's. Kevin's. Oh. The the messenger. Okay. The messenger. Okay. So, I don't... Yep. No one understands what's happening right Is now. a big red moon? Yep. Okay. Maple Festival. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is not the first time Archie's run into a firelit... Um, ritual in this forest either okay. actually Cheryl's Look at this big beautiful dress is that somebody wearing a big beautiful that's dress that's Cheryl whoa what's happening oh is it a fertility ritual it's totally oh. midsummer. oh <laughs> I don't know what midsummer is I didn't watch it because it looks creepy I haven't yet either though I've read about it it's, it's yeah. on my list to watch when I'm in the right horror vibe and right. it might be after this episode okay um because yeah everything Cheryl is uh Expositioning. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. The right kind of sacrifice. Wait, who are they going to sacrifice? What? This is so crazy. 
this is yep. so pretty. And this is where we know, like, we're not in Betty's mind right now. Uh, what? This is... Mm -hmm. What is going on right? in this scene? What? There, there's some kind... There's there's horror layer references that are going yeah. well beyond me, I'm sure, here. Yeah. Um, I know these are tropes, like conception, birth, child. These are all beats that are horror tropes. What is happening? Yeah. In this... What is happening, Betty? Oh, they're wait, they're sacrificing Archie. Archie? <laughs> yep. They're about to sacrifice Archie. What is, what is the show? That what is that the his show? blood will replenish the maple groves. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Welcome oh, to River no. Vale. Yeah, certainly not. Uh -huh. Good burn. Again, burn. you're being horny, Riverdale. <laughs> Aw, he's the town's pure of heart. Yeah, that does not serve him well ever historically. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. He he didn't die for his queen. What? I'm confused. He wasn't the king. He specifically didn't crown him the Maple King. I'm confused. Yeah, I think so. This, yeah, is, this is, is the crowning of the Maple King. hundred percent. This is a. A, uh, um, Archie dream. Like it can't not be an Archie dream. We're 100% with Archie in the horror discovery, yeah. right? Yeah, Archie, yeah, 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 Archie yeah, yeah, yeah. is, Archie has yeah. a slow burning realization. Yeah. Oh, that must have been very satisfying for Veronica. Yes, but okay. also see how we're probably not in Veronica's head there exactly? Because she's sacrificing Archie because it'll make things easier with Reggie? Oh, okay, okay, okay. For Reggie? What's happening? In what this episode? is happening? This, mm hmm, mm hmm. So, um, three seasons ago, Cheryl's mom ran them mm -hmm. all through a gauntlet of death okay, fights okay. here before murdering Betty's dad, her accomplice serial killer, Whoa. in the same forest. Whoa. Um, Archie fought, like, 20 guys wow. to unconsciousness. Um, so this is not... Like, this is not outside of the realm of stuff that would happen in... But it would be unreasonable that, like, all of the people would be in it with her. What? Yes. They actually just... She actually just stabbed him? Yep. It is unreasonable that, say, Ew. Jughead would be rolling with this, yeah. I think, if we were in a Jughead's point of view. Right. But the horror for Archie, everyone yeah. Yeah. consents to this. Ew, what did she take out? A beating heart of Riverdale. Ew. Rivervale. What? I feel like she stabbed him in the stomach, though. Yeah. Did Okay, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so... So this was maybe, so maybe each of the five episodes is going to be each of the five heroes and they're all going to have like a different, like weird thing happen to them well, or something? Well, that could be very complicated because we don't exactly have five heroes. We have four oh. well-established lead characters and two much less well-established lead characters who they, they okay. have been bending over backwards for crush. many, many reasons uh, right. to include um, Tabitha and Tony heck? in particular. Okay. But yeah, cool. no, I don't think it'll be exactly and one that's it. one. All right. But it's going to be something. All right. Okay, cool. Um, welcome to Riverdale, Amanda. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Welcome to Rivervale. Ha 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 It's there you go. wild. Okay. Um, yes. There's been 96, that's 96 episodes? Yeah. Oh, so the end of this is going to be the 100th episode. Oh, I just clocked. 
Good. Yeah, good that's eye. exciting. So right? apparently six our, this, yes. or maybe the so six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We're gonna end with one hundred at the hiatus. So well, that's, that's actually quite neat. That's very exciting, and it makes it sort of accumulation of like these five episodes, like leading to something really epic and yeah, grand patterns like that cool. give me some hope when I see an episode like that where I'm not too sure what we're grounded to. Um, it's it's interesting though. You definitely know that you're in the middle of something funky and quirky. Yeah, it's it's very strange because they did carry so many plot lines and plot, so many states of reality. So many. Yeah. This is how it is from the end of last season, but we're okay. in Twilight Zone. Yeah, and really sharply, strongly in Twilight Zone. I am excited to see what the Twilight Zone is going forward. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of cool if what's happening is that Archie is experiencing the reality of what's happening in the town, but in a coma or whatever. It's the only thing that makes sense for this. <laughs> is like, it's like, what other, otherwise, what else is it? Because if the if the life is sort of going the way that it, it would mm-hmm. go, then it, I don't know. But. This, yeah, this absolutely tracks for me as Archie recovering from the explosion. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but who knows? <sighs> Or they got exploded back into an alternate reality where they just saw this is this is Riverville. I don't know. And maybe now that just that other reality doesn't exist anymore. It's just this Rivervale. That's basically what Archer did for several. It is. It is. I mean, they ended it with Rivervale instead of Riverdale. So maybe they just wanted a hard reboot for this to be like a now a horror. Like (laughs) no, just for the five episodes. But it's um interesting. So Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, was originally conceived as being in the same world as Riverdale, right? Right. So it was originally pitched to the CW after Riverdale was successful. Right. Um, and it was passed on because it was very gory and ridiculous and um, they didn't want to pull punches with how, with their dark spooky. Right. They wanted a horror show. Right. And Netflix bought the horror show. Right. Okay. Dooming the chance of a crossover forever oh. until we've ended Sabrina. And now we've circled back to a place in Riverdale oh. where where we're willing to make things weird enough to t- start oh. telling that story. Okay, 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 cool. They've done an interesting job teasing fake out magic several times over the last year. So there's always been a Scooby-Doo logical explanation. Okay. Even if it's crazy nuns or um, jingle jangle drug trade or <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons game that makes you crazy. Okay. All these things are things that have happened. Have okay. happened. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Cool. But, um... Well, I'm here for it. I'm excited. I could watch these five things and have a nice standalone, like, coming in. So, Mm -hmm. maybe somebody can just come in and watch the first, the episode of season six and be like, here's an interesting... You get introduced to all the characters and you get, like, the horror tropes, so... It's a good time. This was a good one for me to be part of. So I'm I'm glad we're stranded here together, Ryan. <laughs> That's what I was thinking and hoping. Yeah. They they gave us the the real fresh season opener that that we needed for yeah. these unusual circumstances. Excellent. I'm so delighted to be recording with you again, Amanda. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And uh, next week, uh, hopefully, we'll have Chloe back, assuming technology and the climate disaster uh, concur. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it for now, gang. We'll see you next week for uh, Riverdale Ghost Stories. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and be kind to one another. Y'all do that in Thundercrack all the time? That's how we end the Thundercrack (laughs) podcast, yeah.